What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my partner in crime, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What's up, buddy? Drinking. <laughs> what are you, you, know, I, I what do are you it. sipping on? I, I'm drinking Boulevard Irish Ale. It's Ooh. a springtime beer. Are you ready for spring? And, no, not really, but no. I like I like their beer. So, I, I, you know, actually, I drink for all the listeners out there. Just because they might not be able to drink right no, now. No, because it, it makes me better, I think. <laughs> so, you all should uh, you all should thank Jason for... Uh, <laughs> Send me beer. Send him beer. Yeah. <laughs> he enjoys the IPAs. <laughs> oh, my so we God. Got a, we got a phone call. We got a phone call? What's up? Yeah, we've got a few phone calls, but this one I'm going to play. Well, no, this this one's the newest one since the last time we were on. Okay, yeah, and play that. I'm going to play it real quick. Uh, hopefully, you can understand him. Okay, I got to turn up a few th- levels here, so it may get a little staticky, but you should be able to hear him. All Hold right, on a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well. Ghost guys, my name is Jim Donjins, and, and uh, my wife and Babbitt and I, uh, we're here in Florida, Kentucky, and we're on your internet's radio. And uh, let me tell you, we listening to it every day, uh, just trying to get caught up. And uh, just to let you know, we love it, you know? <laughs> and uh, Jason and the jaw, she seems like good stuff, so I believe my wife got to crush onions, but anyway, we wanted to call and tell y'all, we love the show, we love the paranormals, you know, and the, you know, just, Beth, Beth, come get this pig, keep snuggling up on me, I'm trying to talk to the ghost guys, all I'm saying is you need to come get the pig, I'm cooking dinner, but come and get And he cut off there. Damn it. That is good shit. <laughs> Hopefully, Jim Jim calls back sometime in the future. Thanks for the call, Jim. No doubt. No, we're, we're not laughing at you. We're laughing with you. No, that is good sauce. I like that. Oh, my gosh, man. That was freaking awesome. If you guys out there want to leave us a message. Yeah, you all should, like, take advantage of this phone number. That's for damn sure. So, uh yeah. All you have to do is dial, or even you can even text us if you'd like. It's 913-730-7255, and that'll uh, put you directly in contact with... Uh, I mean, that rings right to your phone, doesn't it, Jason? It Well, I it rings to an app, which I have on my tablet. I could put it on my phone. Sweet. But it's, it's set up through Google Voice, and I can set that to where it just goes straight to voicemail. Or if we ever want to do something in the future, we can... Uh, Set up a time, and you can you know, actually give us a call on that number. I think we should actually do this. I think we should, uh, one night or whatever, right before we record, just blast it out there on Twitter, on Facebook, all over the place, and just say, hey, this is what we're wanting to talk about. If you have any experiences or whatever, just give us a call. We could plug the damn thing right into the to your board, and uh, we could just go to town that well, way. You- you know, I will be up there at your house in a week, a little over a week and a half. That's right. In a mm-hmm. week and a half, you're actually going to be at my house. I'm excited about this. Yeah, with Rick, Mr. Richard Rose. Oh, my God. This is going to be too much fun. It's going to be too much fun. So we're yeah. going to have a paranormal roundtable discussion, um, probably just a, at Malvern Manor. A drunken one, because we actually got an email requesting a drunken episode. I saw this. I saw this. Now, apparently, yeah, they want to see us. They want to see us do a drunk show. And I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> it's going to have to be on a weekend. I know that like, when we record it. Because Lord knows we uh, we have to be all straight-faced for, uh, for the weekdays, you know. Actually, yeah, I think that was not an email. It was on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I saw it. That's where I saw it. Good stuff. I'm uh, I'm being a hard ass tonight. I'm actually sipping on a uh, a Mountain Dew. So I just uh, pulled up Facebook. Yeah. 
And I'm going to read something that's the top, top thing on my news feed. Oh, yeah. Hit it. So, singing butterfly kisses and having daughters is damn near an impossibility. Seven takes for me to record that tune. That never happens, by the way. I honestly believe that Bob Carlyle has no soul. LMAO. Let me, let me tell you this much, okay? Yes, I, I posted that because my wife is a dance teacher okay now she asked me she asked me to record that song for uh the dance recital that's coming up uh in over the summer or right at the beginning of the summer and it it's a pain in the ass number one like the song is out there in the stratosphere as far as like you know the notes and everything like that so it's a pain in the ass but at the same time bob carlisle is a I don't know. He's a he. I swear to God, he's a devil. I think he's the devil because I, I think if the man actually has daughters, like there's no way he could be able to sing that song because it is a bitch to get through. Now, me personally, I, you know, I have two daughters, and uh, like I'm sitting over here, I'm I'm crying like a little bitch with a skinned knee. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it is ridiculous. So yeah, that was my uh, that was my afternoon. Trying to record butterfly kisses. I got it done, but it was a bitch. But we got there. Yeah. The <laughs> only reason I was able to record is because I got so pissed at myself <laughs> that I just took myself out of it. So I guess uh, maybe that's what Bob has to do when he sings the song live. I don't know. Ridiculous shit, man. Tell on you're a rock star. You can handle. I'm it. not. No, I, I don't you know think what, I can the, handle it. The Grammys are on at the moment. I only know this because my wife is watching, and really? she doesn't even know who half the people are, and I have no clue who most of the people are. Dude, so why aren't ridiculous. you there at the? <laughs> because <laughs> I don't have a record deal, man. There's no uh, way. There's a few of them that got famous from the internet. I saw. That's true. Maybe you could do that. No, nah, I don't know, man. I don't know. You gotta, you gotta have like people that like you and all sorts of shit like that. So. <laughs> oh my god! So coming to you next week, I am going to find that recording and we're going to play it on the show. I have it. I have it on my phone. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's ready to roll. Mixed, mastered, and lubed, ready to ready to roll. So, did you um? Did you come up with any good uh, paranormal news topics? I, I did actually. It, I had trouble. I found a few, but I, I, I was really struggling, man. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I passed up on quite a few this week, but I did yeah. come up with. Let's see, I have five of them here that that are all pretty good. Uh, nice. I actually have two and end of the world stories. Two of them. Yeah. One wow. of them we won't really have to worry about because <laughs> it's supposed to happen 850 years from now. Oh, fuck, yeah. Perfect. Um, Bring that shit on. <laughs> but the headline is, Aliens Tell Abductee When the World Will End. I think this was a scene from Ghostbusters, the second Ghostbusters. There's no aliens in Ghostbusters. No, they, she was abducted by an alien. And she said that the world was going to end on February fourteenth oh, yeah. of two thousand sixteen, which is oh, now yeah. come and gone. Right. Happy Valentine's Day, by the way, all y'all. You made it. You done made it. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> so this comes from the Limerick Post, which is a website, a news website. I'd never heard of it before, but I found this story there. A retired carpenter in Ireland claims that a stroll home from a neighborhood pub turned into an extraterrestrial encounter when he was abducted by aliens who told him when and how the world would end. I've got too many jokes right now, man. (laughs) (laughs) Gary, uh, I think it's actually pronounced Jerry Battles, says that the incident occurred on December 26, 2001. Wow. And he was walking home from a pub called the Seven Sisters Pub. Nice. He said he was admiring the stars when he noticed one <laughs> particularly odd light emerged in the sky and then suddenly found himself aboard an alien spacecraft. What the fuck? 
paralyzed but able to observe other humans in a similar state. Whoa. He was dumbfounded when he actually encountered the alien that he says it was in charge of the vessel. This is a quote from him. All I remember is his big cone head and his beautiful ginormous eyes. They were jet black, almost like mirrors. Wow. Huh. That's interesting. It, they flew over the North Pole as at his request. So he was able to request to fly somewhere <laughs> in the spaceship. He said during a telepathic conversation, the uh-huh. alien revealed to the, him that Earth was due to be destroyed by an asteroid in 850 years. Holy shit. He also said that they were very disappointed in us I because could we continued to engage in warfare. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what we do. The alien told him not to trust politicians or banks. Fuck. All right. I already don't. (laughs) God. Now, I I do want to know, though, like you, you said that he was on a stroll home from the pub and he was admiring the stars. Now, did he fall down? Was he on his back? while he was admiring the stars. <laughs> I I don't know, but they actually there is one thing here that is kind of weird. They found his coat on the roof of a hospital. He actually didn't remember any of this until he got his coat back from the hospital. What? The and when fuck? he put it on, he remembered his experience. No way. Yeah. Wow. All right, so that's messed up. Holy shit, man. All right. Yeah, so uh, this guy, Jerry Battles. Um, Damn. I don't know if there's much we can do about it 850 years from now, yeah, uh, even well, though we're yeah, supposed man. to turn into robots and live forever. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's funny that you, uh, that you mention robots because I pulled a robot story. Um, I found this interesting. Um, it says by... Tw- uh, 2045 machines uh, and computers will be able to complete almost any task that humans can and as a result we must find a way to adapt to this new way of life before it actually happens um, a computer scientist said um, uh, from Rice University uh, it says we must carefully consider the impact smart robots will have on society as it is not necessarily a, quote, promising future. So I, I don't know. Like, basically what they're saying is there's going to be, like, no jobs for people whatsoever. Um, it's it's kind of crazy. It says this, this scientist has long pondered what would happen if AI means that human labor becomes obsolete. Uh, In 2012, he wrote on the topic for The Atlantic. He asked, uh, does the future even need us? You know, in comparison to the Industrial Revolution, the AI revolution uh, involves computers competing with human brains rather than brawn. He points to a number of of problems with AI, namely uh, economic restructuring that would be required for this type of society. And that, as a species, we would uh, <laughs> we need work for you know well being. And here's a quote that he said: "He said people uh, people tell me that my concerns apply only to a future that is so far away that we need not need not worry about it." He said, "I find this answer to be unacceptable. 2045 is merely a generation away from us. We cannot uh, shirk responsibility from concerns for the welfare of the next generation. We cannot." blindly pursue the goal of machine intelligence without pondering its consequences. What do you think about this shit? What would that mean for society in general? If aliens became smarter than us? No. If, if, not aliens, if robots, not aliens. If robots did. Because <laughs> we're, we're still talking about Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um... I Crazy, think though, man. that it's a very real possibility. I mean, even Hawking says that it's a big... Yeah, he, uh, he does not like this idea at all. 
It's a very probable thing that humans will be wiped out by advanced robots and advanced AI in the future. But here's a question then. Why continue to to build? Why continue to make these Mon- advancements? Well, Think about it this way. We are in like a technological race with ourselves. Um, you know, phone companies, computer companies, things like that. They all have to have like the fastest, the the best, the sleekest looking design, the all of this shit. Um, and it's reminiscent now. You you think of like uh, personal assistants, like Siri, uh, Cortana, things of that nature. Um, it's it's getting but more and more and more. They wouldn't be building that if there was demand for it, right? Um, there, you know, it's a money factor. There's a or money factors into it. It's also being able to be the person that says I build something better or the company that I built I built something faster, something better, something sure. newer. But what's and it's this? also it makes life whether we like it or not, it does make life simpler and oh, absolutely. easier. And that's what it's all about for them. Um and for most people. So I don't I think but where does and that I, I, stop? I, you know, when is enough enough? When is too much technology or when is all of this technology too much? Like when it becomes I, I too easy. I don't know because I'm I'm one that's completely against pretty much all government regulation on technology. Right. Except for maybe weapons of mass destruction. I wouldn't <laughs> want a company just building nuclear bombs. Yeah. Exactly. Um, not that I don't actually. I'm not anti-nuke at all, but I just it has, that kind of stuff has to be regulated. But I guess this could be seen as a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, technically. So it's I guess, a, yeah, it's a hard line there. Um, so I don't know. We would have to basically most of the time you don't learn your lesson until something bad happens. Right. So something's going to happen. It's going to take something to happen for the majority out there to say we need to stop. I don't I don't see that happening necessarily. (laughs) No, I don't think so either. They're just going to be like, oh, cool. New toys. It's like, oh, look, it's a toilet that'll wipe my ass for me. Come on. Mm -hmm. You know, like all this shit. Oh, one day it's a toilet paper cut right on your butt. The next day. The next day, Lord only knows. You're being held hostage by your toilet. I don't know, man. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> well, I got a, I got another future story here, and this was actually a little bit um, a little bit more optimistic. Yeah. I do think that they have the timeline a bit off on this. I think it'll happen sooner, but holidays on the moon and Mars traveling in drones and underwater cities could be possible in 100 years. I think a lot of this stuff could happen well before that. But this comes from the Telegraph. And entire cities suspended underwater with giant within a transparent bubble, as well as super skyscrapers that surpass the shard and earth scrapers built up to 25 stories below ground level could be reality within the next century and they basically talk about um 3d printing technology we could bring it to the moon and bring it to mars and we can make a whole city from it that's crazy Um, the underwater stuff is kind of cool here is last year a belgian architect vincent something i can't pronounce it also revealed his plans to build a cluster of subaquatic eco-friendly villages consisted of ocean scrapers made with 3d printed recycled plastic that would be built to spiral downward below the sea level up to 1000 meters which is 3280 feet the development known as the aquora project slated for completion in 2045 would house up to 20,000 people featuring offices, hotels, sports fields, farms, and over 250 floors. Damn. I Damn. saw they, they had pictures on here of concepts, and it's just basically a big bubble underwater, almost like in the Star Wars Phantom Menace. They had all that stuff underwater, but this was one big single bubble that wow. they 
theorized. But all this, this, all this 3D printing stuff I've seen, and I'm sure most people that have a Facebook account, this has been shared everywhere, is that concrete 3D printer yeah. that made like a castle-looking thing. So this, right. is, this is coming pretty soon, I think. Damn, man. That'll be cool, though. That'll be kind of cool. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, like even, if, even if this, like, underwater living, right. I... I, even if that doesn't happen, the future of 3D printing is endless. Endless. So, especially when it comes to space travel, because to fly up objects that take up room because they're, you know, they have space in between would be much easier if they just fly up. It'd be the same weight, but if they just fly up the materials and process it and make it with a printer up there, That's it won't true. take up as much room on the ship. That's an interesting thought, too. But totally feasible at the exact same time. Shit. Makes you wonder what else we'll be able to do with stuff like that. That's what I'm wondering, man. I mean, just in the next ten years alone, like, what the hell is going to be going on? It's crazy. They even mentioned in the article, people are already working on so-called food 3D printers that actually make food appear kind of like the the machines in Star Trek that you could just push some buttons right. and get whatever food you want. Shit. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be freaking awesome. Be like, I need some lasagna. Boom. That'd be my yeah. thing. I'd be eating lasagna like it was my job. They're already like starting the process of making synthetic food. They just announced the other day that a company overseas created the first lab made meatballs I don't know if you call them meatballs because I don't really know if there's meat in them <laughs> government meatballs <laughs> but they, they basically called them test tube meatballs Jesus Christ who ate that who was the poor son I, of a bitch that had to put that shit in his mouth I mean that's nothing what, like who ate the meat to begin with who said oh that animal looks tasty Oh, that's. <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm so hungry. I'm, I'm just gonna take a shit. bite out of the side of this cow because <laughs> that's how it started cow. originally. Well, yeah. <laughs> you see that thing running around with feathers and like this weird looking bill thing and I'm little feet? I'm gonna it. pick that up and I'm eat it. Kill it, <laughs> and then we gonna eat it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's good shit. So um. Nibiru, Nibiru, whatever, however, Planet X, whatever you want to call it, it's back in the news. Did you see this? Um, if if I saw it, I just thought it was one of the same stories as before. Um, this is like really cool footage caught on camera. Um, it it it's a clear shot. This was a. Uh, it was shot in Mississippi, uh, this month here. Um, but it's it's really weird. Um, because, I mean, we'll we'll post this video up too, um, all over the place. But it's really cool because you can see the sun coming up over the horizon. I mean, it's obviously morning, you know. Um, Let me see the photo real quick. I don't even Hold have it up a, the I camera. I don't even have a photo. Oh. I don't even have a photo right now. But it's it's really interesting because um, the guy running the camera or whatever he he zooms in. And you can clearly see the sun. You can see, uh, obviously, it's directly into the sun. So there's some reflective properties there. However, what you... Was this on a beach? Uh, no, I don't believe so. This looked like it was over okay. a field. Um, shot across a field or whatever. Now, it's interesting because above the sun and to the right, just a, a little bit, uh, you see a perfect circle of something. And it looks uh, roughly the same color as the the morning sun or whatever, but it's it's interesting to look at um, because and it's like a two and a half three minute clip, but you're you're looking at this and it doesn't appear to be any type of uh, light trick or reflection refraction anything from the actual sun because you see those things as well in the shot, but it's very clear that those are, you know, just uh, light rays reflecting off the, the lens and things of that nature. But it's when he zooms in that you see this. It's really 
freaking cool. Um, and like I said, it's like a basically it looks like a perfect circle um, above and just to the right of our sun as it's rising. It's really, really cool. But a lot of people are freaking out and flipping shit saying that this could possibly be uh, Planet X. You know, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's really interesting to look at. And there again, if it is a trick of the light in any way, shape, or form, I, I, I don't know. I don't necessarily see it as a trick of light, though. Well, when we so when we had Shane Stone on yes. from Phenomena Enema, yes, we talked about this exact same thing. And in in fact, the photo or the video, it was a video as well, but it was right. right. A, a sun, another sun, same shade, a little bit smaller to the right and to the upper, upper part. Right, exactly, exactly the same as this. And I, I'm still gonna, I'm gonna be consistent here in saying that if there was something there, we'd be able to see it. We would know about it, and we would be fucked, and we would probably already be dead. <laughs> so, I. It's got to be it some be sort fun. of trick of the light if it's not complete fakery. It's I'm not really, calling the really guy out weird. saying that he's faking it. Right, but right. it's 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 got to be. I mean, it's really we're talking cool, about something that if it's far enough away that it's still not here, that it's that big next to our sun, that it's massive, and we would already know it it's would there. be. It would be fairly large. That's for damn sure. It, maybe this was the meteorite that killed that guy in India. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is. I bet it is. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I love talking about the tenth planet. I'm oh, a yeah. big Zechariah Sitchin fan. I've read his books, and I do believe it's possible that there's another planet. There. But I think by the time we see it, yeah, it's way too late. It's yeah. Well, not only is it too late everybody would be able to see it and it wouldn't be hidden from the press. The press would know about it. Whether you right. think the press is hiding stuff from us or not, I don't think they wouldn't be able to keep something like that a secret. I don't think they're necessarily hiding anything, especially the press. The press isn't going to hide anything because they're, I mean, they're dumb as shit. Naive. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think, honestly, I think they're, they're bloodsuckers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if there's a, a hot, juicy story, they're going to hop all over that shit. Um, that is true, but I, I, I you know, it, right. I definitely think there's a high probability that they have an agenda. I think that the people that sign their paychecks have the agenda. I think they're just told what to say, how to say it, and when to say it. You know what I mean? Um, I think they're just as naive and, and moronic as we all are. That's my. That's just my two cents there i think you keep well, as this, many like people the anchor, stupid the, the anchor people and the news people right yeah. right like the yeah exactly the faces that we see um there's actually been quite a few that have said things that were thought to be controversial or they've said things that went against and they they were pretty much fired immediately i'm gonna have to look into that that's awesome um Mostly, it's mostly political stuff. Most of the sure, time, it's sure. oh, somebody on what would be like a, considered a liberal news organization right. says something against a Democrat and, and like can. rants about it, and they're just supposed to be a, a quote unquote new, news person, not an opinion person. They'll be gone the next day. Stuff like that. So it'd be like somebody on Fox News saying, "I'm just going to go and vote for Bernie Sanders." Right, they just be canned. Well, I mean, they already have that. I mean, I don't know. I I watch Fox News every now and then, and they have a guy named Juan Williams that annoys the hell out of me. (laughs) I have not Um, watched Fox News in at least five years. Yeah, I don't watch it very often. Uh, I don't watch any of the news very often. News shows or news cable channels very often. Sure, sure. But um, we don't. (laughs) I I think he I think Jason muted himself. Did you mute yourself? I can't hear you at all. He's gone. There he is. Now, hear me? We can hear you. 
you can hear me. Absolutely. So I start talking about politics and I get cut off. That's I didn't fucked. do anything. You didn't do anything. No. That's so weird, I dude. Just, I just unplugged and plugged my board back in to fix it, but I didn't do weird. anything. Weird. Anyways, I was what I was going to say was is <laughs> I have a new story about a new show. That's why you get cut off. Show, and it's actually made by Pilgrim Media, which does the Ghost Hunters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Destination America Greenlight's comedic paranormal investigation series, Ghost <laughs> Brothers. It's about time. It's about yeah. time it happened. Destination America is greenlit Ghost Brothers. Variety has learned, this comes from Variety.com, has learned exclusively a comedic take on ghost huntings. An unscripted six-part series showcases the first African-American paranormal investigation team. And I do have to admit... Fucking right. This field is pretty damn white. I'm a white guy. (laughs) Most of the people I know in this field is a white guy. Yeah, absolutely. There's not many minorities in this field, so we'll just have to see how they do. And trying to break awesome. through on that. That is freaking sweet. Hell yes. So it's set to debut April 15th at 10 p.m. I, it doesn't say which, but I'm guessing that's Eastern time. Most likely, yeah. That's usually what they The series will follow best friends Dalen Spratt, Yawan Mass, and Marcus Harvey on a mission to uncover whether some legendary haunted houses are the real deal. Wow. They are all raised in religious households. They were taught that messing with the dead is dangerous business, but their own unexplained experiences piqued their fascination, driving them to find out how spooky this, sorry, the supernatural can be. Ghost Brothers is described as blending the group's natural curiosity with comedic flair, offering a fresh, funny, and unique take on the spirit world that's outstanding are these guys like uh are do they have a background in comedy as well i I don't know i'm gonna try to contact these guys and get them on the show because i want to know if they really know and and i'm not saying that they don't but i want to know if they really know their shit or if they're just a comedic group that's pulled in to make fun of the field i don't Uh, know that doesn't sound like that's what this is right but i I, I, I want to talk to them to see if they if they're just actors or if they they're actual investigators. I think we make fun of the field just enough, don't you? <laughs> well, yeah, and I I make fun of all the TV shows out there too. Right, I, right. I honestly don't watch any of them. You guys get out there can judge me if you want. I don't. I used to watch the shows, but I kind of lost faith in them. Yeah, I understand. I shut off. I don't my, even know. Uh, I shut honestly, off my cable. If I'd sit there and watch my own show. Oh, fuck, dude. I couldn't do that. I could not do that. I couldn't see myself looking like a dipshit every week. (laughs) No, thank you. Oh, my God. So, um, did you happen to see the, uh, the Einstein story? I saw it, the gravitational waves thing. This was insanely interesting to me. Um, I don't know. I'm sure everybody that's listening saw this because it was all over Facebook. Did you see that? I actually didn't see it on Facebook. Oh my I saw God. it while doing research. It was literally all over Facebook. And I thought, bullshit, because I see it on Facebook. And I'm like, okay, nothing on my news feed could, could be news. You know what I mean? There's no way. Um, but no shit. This actually happened. Uh, the discovery is final proof. Einstein's celebrated general theory of relativity... Um, it also has a window into deeper understanding of the universe. Um, so like it, it's absolutely ridiculous. So, I mean, this is literally what they're considering well, a quantum professor, leap forward in this professor. Look, look, sorry to interrupt, but I want you to teach me in the audience. Oh, fuck. You What's uh, the theory of relativity? Do you know? So I'm, I'm trying to get it in Einstein's words. Okay. If I can find it. Let me just let me just go here here here. Um here here's an explanation of what they found, okay? So, okay. gravitational waves like you mentioned before. Um it says gravitational waves are tiny ripples in, in space and time. 
and you can imagine the waves as as ripples spreading outward from a, a pebble thrown into a puddle. But these ripples move at the speed of light. Uh, the ripples that are easiest to detect are produced by uh, the acceleration of enormous objects such as uh, like the supernova, uh, black holes, things of that nature. The ripples actually change the distances between points in space. So the next question then would be, you know, what's Einstein's theory of relativity and what does it actually say about the waves? Um, so in 1915, Einstein, Einstein, Jesus, I can't even talk. Einstein presented his now celebrated theory of general relativity, which is still by far the best explanation that we have of what we consider just gravity. So according, according to relativity, gravity is generated by a distortion of space and time. If the theory is correct, objects that speed up should send small distortions or, or ripples through space and time, or so Einstein predicted then in 1916. So, pretty interesting stuff, honestly. Um, it says there's a, a billion-dollar facility called the Laser Interferometer Gravitational Wave Observatory. Um, Think we could get in there? I doubt it, but I don't know. Um, it says the observatory is made up of two sets of super-long tunnels, uh, one set in Louisiana and the other in Washington State. Uh, when a gravitational wave passed through the Earth in September, the tunnels changed length almost imperceptibly. So this uh, facility's ultra-sensitive detectors caught it. So ultimately, then, that's apparently why they were able to to draw this conclusion. So I'm up. A- for some spelunking. <laughs> spelunking? Yeah, that's a lot of fun. I'll go down there and I, I don't know what I'll see. Probably nothing. I'll probably screw up their billion dollar test thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Be like, uh, hey, what's this do? <laughs> Just start pushing <laughs> buttons and shit. <laughs> oh, it's crazy, though, because like the scientists are just, I mean, they're crapping their pants over this. You know, um, in their words, you know, they say it's just the beginning. You know, scientists are itching to detect more gravitational waves, to learn what they can uh, tell us about distant or distant and mysterious so, citizens of the universe. So, does I mean, this explain, you know, rapid weight gain and loss? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> It's all relative. I mean, right? I, I'd love relative. to blame it on that. And, you know, if I gain a few pounds. <laughs> Just start pushing buttons, man. No, <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty cool that they figured it out, but I that's don't really, really cool. know what it has to do with... Um, I mean, it doesn't... It obviously doesn't have a everyday application. I don't, I, I'm curious to know what, what they could do with that knowledge. Well, what they say here is... Um, in the decade, uh, let's see here. Scientists also have ambitious plans to launch a gravitational wave observatory into space. You know, obviously to study more of these uh, these waves. Um, what the fuck what's was going that? on? What was that noise? Are you getting a phone call? No, I don't know what's going on. What the f? Skype's doing something, Skype's, I think. Skype's going nuts on us right now. But anyway, it says a spacecraft uh, to test technology for such an observatory blasted off in December. So it's, I mean, it's already in the works. You know, they're already planning this. Um, but it does say a new era in astronomy has begun. And there's no telling what might be learned. You know, yeah. this goes exactly to the robots and the technology. Yeah, it's it. No, it's awesome. It's awesome. But I want to know how it, what I can do to make my life better with this. <laughs> There's nothing. You know what you can do? You can sit back and enjoy the tax hike, buddy. That's what you can do. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know, man. Like, what would you do? Like, I mean, they're talking, they're talking about you know diving when, into some pretty serious shit here. Uh, when is this technology going to be used to 
detect spirits. Oh, fuck. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know, man. Hey, here's an idea. Why don't... Um, oh, wait. First, first. Before we get into all that fun shit, I want you... Because I wanted you to talk about the uh, the new little mini segment that we're going to have on every topic show. But I, I want to get into more news stuff first if you have another story for us. I got two more stories, actually. Sweet. First one. A crashed UFO in a Montana lake. Whoa. From Mysterious Universe. Nice. A little-known and seldom-seen U.S. Air Force document of August 1949 details a reported crash of not just one UFO, but two. Two. Hebgen, Hebgen Lake, Montana. Yeah, two. Okay. Apparently, there were no less than seven saucers seen in all, a squadron of ETs, some might say. Now, I'm, re- I'm reading from the article shit. here. The remaining five, so the tale goes, did not suffer the same fate as the other two. For those who have not heard of the lake, it can be found in the southwest of Montana. It, it goes in the dimension. It says it's really popular for campers and hikers and people like me. Wow. So a one-page incoming message from Great Falls Air Force Base, Montana, to the Air Material Command at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, Ohio, tells a summarized story dated August 17, 1949. The report notes the following. This office advised on 9 August 49 that seven flying, disc, flying discs had been sighted at Hebgen, or Hebgen Lake, Montana. At 09.30 hours that date, two of the discs were alleged to have crashed, one on the lake and the other on the opposite shore of the wooded area. Two agents of this office dragged the lake with negative results informant and only actual eyewitness while absolutely trustworthy is prone to exaggeration so he always tells the truth but he exaggerates on it right right he states discs were a little larger than an auto tire so they're small very small of a grayish color and, and i i they're you know, you're going to have to repeat all of that because you're breaking up again. Like, the second you start talking about weird government dark shit... Dark in the center. Like, this... Did you hear what I said? It's so weird. Okay, am I still there? Yeah. Yeah, you're here. Oh, wait. It says I'm having, I had an internet problem between us. Okay. Am I back now? Yeah, you're there. It's just weird. Like, you started talking about the alien shit, and you started I, breaking up again. Where did I drop off? Um, you said they were about the size of a tire. And then it pretty okay, much fell to the shit. They were about the size of the tire. And they were in grayish color, and they either had a hole in the center or there was a dark spot painted in the center. Informant was not capable of estimating speed, but agents estimate with description that discs were traveling in excess of 1,000 miles per hour. Objects were reported traveling in southwesterly direction. A check of winds aloft for period revealed a generally southeasterly direction and a maximum of velocity of 24 knots per hour. Wow. And it states at the very end, it says, No unusual atmospheric phenomena were evident on 9 August. Sky conditions were clear and visibility unlimited. So the guy definitely... Whoa had the capability of seeing far it says informant described sound of object as being similar to a siren request advice of detailed report desired end transmission holy shit so this is before huh wait wait was four was 45 was it it was 54 that roswell happened right it was in the mid 50s this was before that what the fuck Huh. That's pretty outstanding shit. Huh. Yeah, I mean, uh, they were small, too. I mean, right, it makes that's me what's... think of those li- those little aliens in uh, Men in Black. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the foul mouth worms? Is that what you're talking about? Or... <laughs> 
No, the <laughs> ones that live inside of people's heads. Yeah. Oh, so the Roswell incident happened in 47. 47, two right. Years before this. Right. That's outstanding. So I want to go up here and hike to this lake and camp and fish and look for little discs and stuff flying around. You know what we should do, Jason? We need to do... We need to do like get paid a, uh, lots of money and go on trips. Yeah, that would be fucking great. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, what we, we need, need to, to do, do a tour of American hot spots is what we need. To do. Well, I tell you, here's what we need to do. We need to start coming up with our own like uh, style of ectoplasm type paranormal getaways, and uh, like do camping and shit like that. We could search for like Bigfoot, UFOs ghosts all this weird shit we but, could be like paranormal trail guides oh my god that's, they don't, that's i don't sexy. know as far as i know they don't have anything out there like that we could do like guided expeditions to these places that's sexy hey I like li- it. listeners please don't steal my idea yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's already in the works right now. I guarantee it. Somebody's out there. Oh, fuck. That's a great idea. I'm going to capitalize on that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, man. That's good sauce. Damn it. Good sauce. Another great idea stolen again. I had another one, actually, and it's completely unrelated to the paranormal field. So I'm an archer. I've shot a bow and arrow my entire life since I was like five years old. Like 10 years ago, I came up with this idea for, uh, I won't bore two people people too much, but there's where the arrow rests when you're shooting it. I came up with the idea of a magnetic one where the arrow was floating in the middle so it wasn't touching anything. I never made it happen. And one year later, people had it on the shelves. A fucking year later? Well, I think it was like a year and a half, two years at, at the very most, but still. Wow. Yeah. I have another idea using snowboard bindings for a certain way, but I'm not going to give out that secret. (laughs) I'm keeping that baby all to myself. (laughs) So I got one more story, and then we'll get to our announcements. This is a quick one, and it's an end-of-the-world one. It's not really paranormal. It's just kind of scary. It says... Uh, the headline is there are hundreds of secret nuclear bunkers in Britain. I saw that. Ready and waiting for World War Three. Yeah, fuck me, man. Come on. God Comes out it. of the Daily Star. And actually, these were all built before, during the Cold War and after World War Two and during World War Two and stuff like that. Yeah. The scary part is General Russian President Dmitry Medvedev said one could go so far as to say we have slid back into a new cold war right they announced a new cold war after a relationship between the west and them have become more and more strained the biggest ever bombing raid is currently taking place in syria pounding anti-assad rebels but the u.s britain and france claim that the airstrikes against the rebels are helping isis causing tensions to rise between them and russia so the NATO's call, NATO just came out with a new policy towards Russia, calling them unfriendly and opaque. So wow, um, there's lots of tension going on out there, and <laughs> everybody, even outside the community, uh, paranormal community, this Midwest, this Middle Eastern thing, always has had the potential to blow up into another world war, and. Right. Relations are just getting worse and worse. Fuck. Who knows? But it's scary shit. (laughs) It is scary shit, man. I don't like thinking about it. Because we're all so fucking stupid. Like, we would all just push the red button at once. You know what I mean? And just literally rip the world in half. I mean, it would just be completely screwed. I don't know, man. God damn it. What a Debbie Downer story. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to no, bring fine. that to you. It's fine. Um, I did read I, that, though. I did as, read that. Yeah. As probably our listeners can tell, and I think as you know, I'm a very political person as well. Oh, in yeah. In the dude. sense that I have 
very political opinions. Now, I try to stay out of the political world. It actually scares me from time to time. But well, it's fucking depressing, man. Yeah. It's one of those things, like everybody knows, it's one of those things that you, you just don't talk about with... Right. Especially with people that don't agree with you. Right. But, you know, we're never going to change anybody's mind. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> this world just... This just goes back to my thoughts on what we need to be doing about asteroids. We're all so busy dealing with our petty little bullshit and having to have a safe space. Well, well the world isn't a fucking safe space. No. We have to stop these things from coming in. Anyways, end of rant. That's true, though, man. You're absolutely right on the money. So, getting into uh, some really cool exciting shit like i am very excited about this little announcement that you have uh for a new segment a new segment on our uh weekly topic show the show that airs on friday yeah i'm not sure if he's gonna have one ready this week is right right as i've mentioned before i do a local radio segment here on a local talk station um on the Jonathan Weir show on 98.1 KMBZ. Now, if you guys want to listen to that, I'm on 7.30 p.m. Central in Kansas City, but you can find this station on your any radio app or their website. It's 98.1. Now, he's he's 30, 33, so he's the same age as us, right. and he has this you know 6 to 9 p.m. talk show here in town on the biggest talk station in Kansas City. Yeah, it's pretty badass. And he is actually going to start doing a two to five minute rant about because he's a skeptic rant about why he doesn't believe in whatever we're talking about that week, which is so badass. Yeah, it's so badass. I cannot wait to fucking hear this stuff, because honestly, that's, you know, when we when we started the show, it was me um, and Myron. Now, Myron is, was just a hardcore skeptic. He thought I was absolutely batshit crazy. Um, but I killed Myron. No. <laughs> no Myron, Good thing I don't live up there. Right? No. So, but anyway, I think, you know, Jason, obviously, you've been in the in this game for a while now, as have I. Um, and, you know, we have firm beliefs, you know, with within this paranormal whatever. And I think it it would be healthy to to throw in some skepticism every once in a while. I mean, you and I are, are healthy skeptics for the most part, but at the same time, I still consider us believers. You know? Uh, yeah, and actually, that's one of the things he kind of respects. I don't know if he's actually listened to the podcast. He but might he not. Kind of respects the fact that I'm not a. a I believe everything is. I believe. Yeah, I believe everything is possible. I believe it can be true. Sure. But I don't necessarily believe that this little voice we found is a dead guy. Exactly. Right. You know, that kind of stuff. But so yeah, but he he loves the topics, he loves talking about this stuff, but he is uh, you know, absolutely a skeptic. So That is awesome. You know, we should uh we should take him on like a uh, a ghost hunt sometime. Actually, I've mentioned that to him. Yeah, and it you know it may happen. He he, I think he's starting to trust me a little bit more because I'm just the paranormal guy that talks to him on Twitter, and that's how I got hooked up with that show. Actually, so he doesn't want to be alone with you in the dark quite yet. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Um, oh. So yeah, but look for that coming soon. I'm going. I told him that what we're actually going to be doing cattle mutilations tomorrow we're going to record it actually wednesday right but But this friday we'll release cattle and human mutilization mutilations and it's going to be pretty sexy i asked him to record a segment on that we'll see if we'll get it in before then yeah man well if not whatever we'll just play it on the next one i don't give a shit yeah it don't matter so i was just thinking and i actually thought this before i actually have a couple other um phone calls that I should play and I actually feel bad because I haven't played them yet. Oh, um, yeah? I'm going to play one real quick here. Okay. Because we played Jim Don's 
right, right. I'm going to play I'm going to play these just so I I don't want people to feel left out because I love having them call in. It's not Yeah, this is great. I just had thought about it. So I'm going to play this one here real quick. I'm going to switch my headphones so that I can hear it. Okay. I love the interaction. Hey, this is Jennifer and Faye. We're calling it? again because Jason yeah. was making a mention about nobody calls the Exoplasm <laughs> show. But we do. We're doing it again. And we'll continue to call again and again and again and again. <laughs> so call us back. And again, you're probably wondering how you're going to call us back. Hey, you can call our idea. Check out Josh. You guys get my number. Yeah, Josh knows, knows the number. Heck, you can do this through Facebook. I anyway, do. Yeah. So they call us. Bye, that bye. is badass. That is so. Badass. Yeah, we have your we have your number, and and your address. Um, <laughs> we're not avoiding you. <laughs> we're, no, we're not avoiding you. I do. I I, I have an, I, I think I have another one too. Oh, there's another one on there. Uh, yeah, this one actually came before the last one. Sweet. Hi, this is Jennifer Ferguson. <laughs> hey, Josh. Hey, Jason from. I'm calling from a good old California. You know, the whole Alps people, Angels of Light, Paranormal Society. And by the way, Jason, the show does rock. And yes, you guys are doing a good job. So don't let it all go to your head, but (laughs) I do dig it. And Josh, my son loves all all the ideas that you come up with, including you, Jason, the conspiracy theories and everything. I never thought my 12-year-old son would actually like it all, but he does. So cool beans all. Anyway... There's another phone call for you. Hopefully other people start using this phone line. Catch y'all later. Toodles. That's badass. That is freaking badass. We, we actually got one more, and I honestly, I cannot make out what they're saying here. It may actually be, I don't, I don't know. You'll just have to listen to it here. It's all. It's very short. Okay. It sounds like there's people yelling in the background almost, <laughs> but here we go. I know, bro. That sounds like the other guy. It does. I'm gonna play the other guy again. I think it is. We'll compare compare the voices. I think it is. It is the same guy. It is the same guy. Well. Yo, guys, my name is Jim Dongin, and uh, my wife and David and I, uh, we're here in Florida, Kentucky, and we're on your internet radio. And uh, let me tell you, we listening to it every day, uh, trying to get caught up, and uh, just to let you know, we love it, you know, and uh, Jason and the Josh, she seems like good. You're the uh, Josh. I love it. Believe my wife got the crush on you, but anyway, <laughs> I'm going to call and tell y'all, we love the show, we love the paranormal, you know, and the, it just, Beth, Beth, come get this pig, get snuggling up on me, I'm trying to talk to the ghost guy, all I'm saying is you need to come and get the pig, I'm looking better, but come and get, oh shit, I love it. He said paranormals. He, he, he yeah, put the edge. I, I love that. that. I love that. I didn't catch it the first time. That is good. So yeah, shit. Uh, everybody. Thanks for the phone calls. Please keep them coming. Absolutely. And love, you know what? I got your back, calls. Jim. Because okay, so I get a printout, not a printout, a transcript of what the Google Voice thinks you're saying. And this is, you know, especially for Jim, it's all over the place. Weird stuff. It actually, it actually bleeped out some words in there. It thought were cuss words and other stuff on the transcript. But yeah, keep them coming. Nine one three seven three zero seven two five five. That's the uh, that's the number. <laughs> that is so cool though that Google gives you a uh, a transcript as well. Now, does that just email you, or is that in like a text form, or what? Well, it I can go online and look it up, or I'll just I'll give you the info for it too. It just goes straight to uh, an app. It That's pops awesome. up. I, I get a notification whenever I get a new one. I also get an email for it whenever Sweet. we get a new one. So, Sweet. 
freaking love. I'd also like to give another shout out to Justin Kyle with his comic book extra century or extra sensory. Yeah, yeah. Go check him out. Uh, Look it up. Extra sensory comic. Should be able to find it that way. Yeah, you guys definitely need to check that out. I was pleasantly surprised. What but the there's that fuck is that noise? Okay, why why is Skype like fucking with us right now? It's Hillary Clinton. <laughs> you just go. Oh, it's Hillary Clinton. She's back. God damn you, Hillary. She's back. <laughs> oh fuck. Well, on that happy little note, I am going to um, I'm going to close the show, and we will see you crazy cats on Friday morning, bright and freaking early. Hope you guys have a great rest of the week. We will talk to you soon. Peace out. 